Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another episode of Mostly Lit with myself. The okay, I have a new name, guys, because somebody gave me a new name. Um, she said I was this amazing, beautiful black woman. Obviously, I mean, can can me and Alice get introduced before you? No, no. I am simply the official uh, hijabi princess of London. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Who said that? (laughs) Who, Who crowned you this? Um, a, be- a beautiful this. woman at the BG Book Club. Um, oh my god! I see at the table event with. Um, oh, did you go Jean yesterday? Yeah. Was it good? A beautiful, beautiful event. What's uh-huh. she saying? Um, <laughs> she's lovely. Like she, she wants to come on the show. She was like, "Oh yeah, she come on the show." I was like, "Yeah, come through, sis." Okay. Um, so June, come through. But that's who I am. I'm simply the. Hijabi Princess of London. Hijabi Princess of London. Thank you. And then we have all these other people here who <laughs> also do this podcast. I don't I don't know who they are. Please introduce yourselves. I'm Alex. Alex Reeds. And I'm Derek Owusu. And we're here bringing you Mostly Lit for another week, guys. How's you guys' week been? <clears throat> oh, well, you've already explained that you've been crowned, so it's fine. Yeah, so I'm officially royalty. You're Not officially that I royal. wasn't before. You're officially royalty. Yeah. That's, so you're the new old money. You've got to let yeah. that. Good. Old money's so like, you know. Raise new money. Yeah, but I'm, just, I'm totally you, new money. But if you're new money now, if you old money, then no, whatever you're saying doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't work like <laughs> that. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, old money was at one point new money, no? Uh, I guess I mean, a very I long time so, ago. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of well, the point I'm making. Kind of, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I get your point now. Right, yeah, yeah, well done. Out of the box, <laughs> Ravenclaw. Go on, Derek. How are you doing? Oh, I'm alright, mate. Uh, my week oh, it's been. I've been doing fuck all, mate. Mm. I've been at, I've been at home most of the time, mm. reading and trying to write. <clears throat> That's pretty much it. Nothing's been going on, you know. I've been watching Big Brother, watching which Big Brother. I didn't think I was going to do. You know, but it's actually interesting this year. I'm concerned as to why Genuine is in Big Brother. I why? just really didn't think. Why is that a concern? Because, man, like, I mean, they had Cisco in there once. Cisco was in there. Yeah, Cisco was in there. When once. was he in? A couple of years ago. I stopped watching with um, Jade Goody. 
And, oh, uh, when oh, when they did the racist stuff yeah. with um, Shil Pichetti. Yeah, that's it. Oh, man. I don't know, man. I just feel like it's weird just having Genuine in there. Like, if you feel like... He's, he's literally like, a regular guy, you know. I don't like the way people are making him out to be this slime ball because I'm just like, he's not even doing anything nah, nah. slimy. But I feel like, you know... With a history Wait, of... Wait, no, um, he did one thing slimy, that's okay, yeah. Yeah. But, like, he, like, <laughs> but you know, like, with a history, these 90s R&B guys, and there's, like, you know... But Genuine's not old yet. Like, he's not finished. He's not Changes old. is still a banger. It's Pony got put on again by yeah, Magic yeah, yeah, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what no, I mean? No, it's true. It's true, it's true. I just find it weird, like... I have no idea what your ties are talking Have about. Have you seen Magic Mike? Yeah, I've seen it. You know that song, Pony? Have you seen Jump it? Jump on it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's Genuine's tune. Genuine. Oh. Yeah. But, like, I just feel like... Why is he on there? But anyway, I feel like Ray Ray's literally sitting there knitting. Like I don't know any of these tunes you guys are talking about. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Um, I'm just minding my business. <laughs> yeah, so I love piece. knitting, guys. I started knitting because one of my good friends knits, and I feel like I don't know. I just feel like I don't have a talent, like with my hands. I mean, I have a talent with my hands, but I don't have anyway, a talent with my. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why we're not going left. So I'm like, I need something to do. You know, I just feel like I want to do something. So I started knitting. I'm actually really surprised that I stuck through it. Where'd you get your stuff from? Oh, so there's the thing, right? I'm a knitting queen, so I had to start at the top. John Lewis. Oh my God, I went to John Lewis as well to get it. Yeah. I've got like this massive knitting section on place. the top. Yeah, okay. Yes, that's where I got I my have stuff. a I think yeah. it's cool. You guys. Yeah, anyways, get the, the oh, ones old. that are called Nip Pro. Yeah. They're really good knitting They've needles. got a lot of stuff there. Up there yeah. yeah. I go in, I am kind of be out here knitting. <laughs> it's, it's, I haven't got time. It's <laughs> really nice. It's therapeutic, you know. Stuff. It's really like, it's yeah, just, I want once scarf, you get in the flow of it, it's really nice. Once you knit your first like scarf or hat, then you're kind of like, wow, I really done my thing, you know. Like I can make clothes now. You can't, but that's what it feels like. Nah. So Ray's got this. So this initially was like I've done a few practice rounds, Mm. and now I'm like making a mini blanket. So that's what I'm doing. She's she's literally just knitting, and it's going to become a blanket at the end of it, basically. No, I planned it. Oh, you planned it? Yeah. So I've got a border. The the knit stitch here is a border, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and now I'm going into my pearl stitch, which is going to be the body of the blanket. I'm just basically. Yeah. None none of you can see this, by the way. YouTube, me too. None of you can see this, by the way. But I'll take a picture. Anyway, guys, so what are you guys reading? Um, I'm reading like, Oreo. Uh, you're reading Oreo? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so. did we all receive that? I thought I was special. Nah, I received it too. Well, oh. mine one never got handed to me at work. So oh. I don't know where I it comes so from. I felt so special. I was like, oh. So I need to actually go and figure out it's where really that is good, in the office. Man. Pardon? It's really good. Who's it by? What's it about? Oh, my goodness. I've forgotten her name. Terrible. Because she was like an ops. An op- she published the book like in the 70s, but like yeah. with a small. A small publisher, and it didn't really bang. So yeah, no, made noise about it. But it's really good. It's really interesting. Mm. I, I've lit- I literally have to sit there with my phone because I have to Google all of these Yiddish words. There's y- loads of Yiddish words in it. So you could do that for Oreo, but you can't do that for Oscar Wilde. You can't. Go- you can't Google because Spanish I'm, words because I'm into Oreo. I oh, like. Wow. I like how um, it's set Oreo up. is by Fran Ross. Fran Ross. Fran that's Ross. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like it the way it's set up, and obviously it's based on the the myth of um, Theseus. Oh, Theseus. Yes. The myth um, of Theseus. Okay. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's 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 really good so far. The writing's cool. She's obviously really smart. I think she graduated college when she was fifteen and went to university. Mm. Well, in American states, she graduated high school at fifteen and went to college mm. at fifteen or whatever. Oh really? But um, yeah, yeah. And she used to write jokes for Richard Pryor as well. Did she? Yeah, she did. Oh man, you don't know who Richard Pryor is? It's fine, Ray. Do you know Ray knows Richard Pryor? <laughs> uh, maybe I know his face, and I don't know how he. He's a um, okay. he's a comedian. He's like 
black guy, big mustache. You know what? Yeah. So I'm I'm tired of this shit. Huh? What? Okay. No, I'm tired of your shit. <laughs> My okay, shit. Okay, and I'm gonna lay it down on the table because I'm tired of it. What? We both do this stuff, <laughs> what? right? What? What Whereby <laughs> you think. Me not knowing certain things is um, pertaining. To, I don't know, like say black people, like I'm in like the eighties or nineties or like or whatever. I'm going to show it's you me Richard not Fire knowing is. black culture. No, and no, said be that. quiet. I'm talking. Oh, okay. And as far as I'm concerned, that is your idea of black culture and the culture that you guys grew up in. That's Just because fair. I grew up in a different culture where I was listening to Nasheeds and mm-hmm, not hip hop mm-hmm. or like soul music at that time, doesn't mean. Yes, I'm going to go, go off. Does it mean yes. that my culture, be it black or whatever in, in a different sense isn't black and just as black so I'm really tired of both of your shit when you guys do that Alex ne- pause for a second I never said Ray, that Ray what are you talking about I never said that no yeah. you guys do this all the time you'll okay, be like fine. oh you know you don't know that person of course you don't right I'm like yeah of course I don't because I I'm, didn't I'm, grow up in I'm, it but what's that got I'm, to do with I'm, your blackness that's just got to no, do with no but your... it, no it happens all the time and like we, okay. the whole like oh you need to top up on your blackness and da, 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 okay. da, and I'm just like why do I feel ashamed of it this is Richard Pryor Oh, I've seen and him. And you've seen his face? Yeah. And he's a comedian. And yeah. he's worked with... Uh, I just didn't know his name. Gene. Do, you know, do you know who Paul Mooney is? Okay, I'm tired of you know, it. <laughs> <Shut> your mouth. <laughs> Who's, um, who did he work with? Gene. Who? The guy that was in Willy Wonka. You know the original Willy Wonka, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> You know the original really Wonka? I forgot what his name is. Oh my god! You know his name? And he's in oh. here. He's in here. No evil. Kill no it. What's he called? He's white. Like I'm just. <laughs> this is just general pop culture. See, this is what I've got to deal with. But anyway, now nah, he's in like, see no evil, hear no evil. So yeah, yeah, but with the same guy from Willy Wonka. I forgot what his name is though. No, he's Johnny in. Depp. That's what I'm saying. He's in it. Yeah, they're both in it. Huh? Johnny Depp. Um. Anyways. What are you reading? <laughs> okay, so um. What am I reading? Sorry, one second. His yeah. name's Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder, that's his name. What am oh. I reading? What um, so I didn't think that I'd be at recording today because um, I have a flight to catch this evening. So I started reading... Show off. You know the jet setter. Why? I'm just going home. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? What's wrong with you people? <laughs> go on, go on, go on. Um, um, yeah, anyway, so I was reading something before and I've totally forgotten what it was. Under the Udala Tree by i forgot her name i was gonna read that for a book club shout out to the nine network girls um on thursday and then how is that book by the way i i love the beginning actually oh. some people say they didn't like it but i, I like the way it reads mm. anyways um but i i think it's i always start books and i'm like oh my god i loved it and then, and then like halfway through i'm like mm, that's why I, i've stopped doing that yeah i'm trying my hardest to stop doing that yeah. all the time yeah yeah even this book when i first read it i was like but you'll know you'll notice that i don't really speak about the books and so like i get yeah but i get so like i'm just so you know but anyways yeah so so then i put that aside to read today's uh book um by why can't we mention it i mean go on then Okay, I mean, they're going to know. I've said it already. Well, the author, John McGregor. I mean, we're going to read John McGregor. Yeah. John, John McGregor is If Nobody Speaks of Remarkable Things, and I haven't finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I've been reading. Okay. And this book a week thing is going to be stressful, because that means I have to read two books a week, so that I can be like, oh, and I've also read this, not Same. just the You've book. Got to read, you can read one aside, but it doesn't have to have finished it, I guess. But you are reading that alongside the book really. but then at the same time the we don't, I told you guys but... we don't have to do a book every week we can do a poem we can do a short story we can do an essay we can do an idea do you know what I mean it doesn't have to be a novel yeah, I feel like it's good who came we, up I with th- this I think it's good with the books what but... gave you the idea for it what John McGregor yeah um, when Will? we spoke to Will yeah. shout out Will from Waterstones <laughs> <laughs> he basically mentioned this book but I also heard it on the BBC4's Books and Authors podcast, a good read. One of them picked this book and they spoke about the bit where um, what, you, what you're just up to, where the guy gets spat on. Mm. Um, and I was like, wow, that sounds interesting. Okay. So, so yeah. 
Cool. cool. So. I mean, oh, before we go on, yeah. I need a book to read to Zanzibar, right? But so I'm spending a week there, and yep. I'm I'm hoping to not like go on the internet a lot. Yep. So I'm like, I'm really distressed right now. Like, I'm at home. I just literally all my books are on my bed. I'm like, mm. oh my god, which book do I take? Mm-hmm. And I've got Wizard of the Crow out, mm-hmm. but then I've got uh, British, mm-hmm. but it's a nonfiction. So I know I'm going to put it down sometime. Mm-hmm. Bring one nonfiction. Hold so on. Bring, what, bring, so bring British. What's the question? Which book? Which book? Bri- I mean, isn't that obvious? I didn't wait. Which which of those which of those two? <laughs> isn't that the damn question? <laughs> I know. Like, which of those two books? No. Which just which, which book? book in general? Bring, oh, so bring, the question wasn't that clear. Bring, was bring, bring the non. Bring the. Bring the. Bring British. Bring British. Right. And then I don't know about the, the fiction one. There. Exactly. Just, no, so, just bring British. Just, I'm bring no, a, I can't. No, 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 no. Bring a non, bring, a, bring a fiction book that you've not read. That's the problem. Anyways, continue. Oh. Okay. Well, okay, so guys, this week we are reading... Um, Hang on, what are you reading, uh, What Alice? are you reading? Oh, am I? oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm reading Romeo and Juliet, actually. Hey! <laughs> because, um, Isn't it beautiful? Yeah, it's really, it's actually, like, overrated, underrated. Basically, so I've got to pick um, a monologue, a Shakespearean monologue. And, and I've been and, helping um, him. And Ray's been helping me on which ones to pick. And um, I kind I of settled with... Um, I thought with, you would have picked, like, the most obvious one. I've been read Shakespeare, but I know what the most obvious What's monologue is. the most is. obvious monologue? Isn't it King Lear's speech? Darling, Romeo and Juliet is not in King Lear. Like, King Lear is not in Oh, King you have to pick it from Romeo and Juliet. Oh, no, no, Shakespeare no, no, no. speech. Oh, is it King Lear? Or no. Richard III? Or Macbeth, I think. Someone has, this, someone has <laughs> this big speech, like on a mountaintop. Isn't it Henry V? Well, I don't my know. My favourite one. Yeah, the one. Like. I love it. Or well, doesn't Hamlet have, like, a speech? He has well? a speech. But the thing is, like, when... Are you thinking of, like, to be or not to be? To be or not to be? No, The no. thing is, like, with... I think what we kind of... Dis- well, when I was in my like, drama stuff, we were talking about... Um, you didn't want to just have the bog standard speeches. This is why you I said I go for my favourite one, Julius no. Caesar. King's Romans countrymen, lend me your ears. Yeah, but like... Come on, we, this is how know. we first bonded. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But then it's just one of those things, like, I'm trying to... It's about connecting with it, though, as well. And okay. it's about exploring the range. So. Romeo is nice, like, if you want to be I mean, soppy about it. It's good. I mean, there, there were two, because there's one... Yeah, the, the two speeches in there are pretty good. So I'm looking at that. But, I'm just, but I just started reading the, the play itself and I was like, oh, this is actually... Why don't you do Mercutio? He's the one that has the best. Yeah, so I'm going to read through the play and I'm going to see what's there and then pick pick something out of it. Mm. But then also, there are several speeches elsewhere. So I'm toying with Henry V's um, speech. Yeah, the one that I... The yeah, one that, yeah, yeah. Isn't it just and, such a bad man speech? Yeah, that is, it's really good. But then... Um, yeah, so I'm just looking at those. There's, there's several other Hamlet speeches that I don't really... But I don't really like Hamlet as a play, so I'm not really... You should watch in Sherlock go. when you can see Cumberbatch. Yeah, that. I'm going I don't to. Know if there is a part on YouTube that you can just. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, listen to it. But that's what I'm reading: Romeo and Juliet. And it's, it's weird. I never actually read it at school, but um, that's weird. I had to read it twice. Yeah, because I've read, as I said to you guys, I've I read Much Ado at school. Um, never read Romeo and Juliet in my class. But yes, that's what that is what I am reading. Yeah. Keep us abreast of what you guys are reading and let us know. Um, next bit. So, this week, we are reading John McGregor's book. <clears throat> it's called If Nobody Speaks of Remarkable Things, published by Fourth Estate. And it was like back in, what, 2002? Because there were some references in there. 2012, yeah. 2012? It was published in, two, sorry, it was published in 2002, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there were some references in there, like... Um, I liked the little references that yeah, I got. That was I, was like, like, oh. I was like, wow, that's so long ago. Like, they I had Eminem. They had, a, they had an Eminem reference in there. And I was like, what? Like, it just kind of 
To me, that wasn't even long ago. That's just. I know it's like a gear shift in there. But um, yeah, anybody want to give it a bit of a rundown as to what the book's about? I mean, what the book's what the book's about? We'll we'll delve into it. But what is the book about as a synopsis? The book is about nothing. Um, (laughs) Sorry, sorry. I have to come with the the abstract. I'm just the book is just say what the book is about. Okay, the book is about the lives of a lot of people who live on an unnamed street. They have no names. Yeah. They usually, well, yeah, they have no, no names. No, there's a person called Sarah. Yes, okay. Okay, in a bit. We'll, okay, get, we'll yeah. get to that, yeah. 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 Majority of people have no names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you're supposed to recognise them by their house number or maybe like a, a little thing that they have, yeah, yeah. like burnt hands or um, dry eyes or whatever. Um, it. I read about this, I didn't even know this. It takes place on the on one day. Yeah. yeah. And it's the day that Princess Diana died. That's the day oh. takes place on. So can I ask a question? What? I'm not at the end already. Yeah. But um, the thing that they witness. Mm. Yeah. Do you want to know what it is? It's obviously a car crash. Yeah. I think it's someone gets like run over. But I'm like, Hit. who? And I think. Okay. Who do you think it is? I think it's. It's. I think it's the um, the little girl, um, the twins' brother who sees angels. I think she's just such a, an amazing character. Yeah. Um, I think it might be her. Mm-hmm. Might be one of the twins, or it might be the. The, the boy with the dry eyes. Should we just? I don't think it is the boy with the dry eyes. Can, can we, we just? Can we just fast forward to the ending so we can just get wow. out of the way? Actually, I think it's that's really bad because I probably won't read it now. That if I like, obviously no, 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 no read, it, read it, read it. But then it's like, anyway, so that's what I'm like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have to tell you what the ending. No, is. you yeah. can, you can, you can. But, but, I'm but the book is. I mean, just all right. Before we go deep into the book, then I guess what are your first thoughts on the book Ray like what is Ooh, your me no yeah. to Derek first okay what, your, what were your thoughts on the technicalities of the book well I th- at first I thought to myself Th- wow this is amazingly written I thought the writing is, was amazing and mm. and that's why I did post that question on Twitter like what keeps you reading a book because while I was reading I was not invested in any of the characters I wasn't like oh I wonder what's happening with this guy or wonder what's happening with that or when I'm reading about one person I'm thinking or oh, I wish it would zoom into this person's window as I can know what's mm. happening. Yeah. That never happened. It was literally the writing that carried me forward yeah. and also wanting to know what the big event was that they saw, which I think was a cheap trick on John McGregor's part to keep people reading so yeah. that they can know what happens at the end yeah. because there's literally no plot. Mm. Do you know what mm. I mean? Mm. But I think it it works. I didn't like the ending, though. I yeah. thought the... Um, like, I'm just going to say what happens. Obviously... <laughs> One of the twins gets knocked over by a car. It's one of the twins. But what happens is after he gets knocked over by a car, someone tries to save him. I'm not going to say who tries to save him, but someone tries to save him and then they take the boy away in the ambulance. Then when that person who tries to save him gets home, he has a heart attack. Oh, I think I know who And as he dies, the boy in the ambulance gets revitalized and comes back to life, basically. It's like some kind of supernatural... Thing. It's a remarkable but, uh, thing. Yeah, it's a remarkable thing. But it's um, you know, it, I didn't like. It. I thought, I thought, oh, you cheeky little sod. Yeah. The, the <laughs> old man that's dying anyway. I let you. We'll let you finish that. We'll let you. Yeah. We won't give but that away. For me now, for me, I feel like the writing was the writing was beautiful. Like, there's no. I've never seen. Well, okay. Well, I feel like there are some bits in there. The, same, the way that he describes certain things and the similes he uses and the techniques he uses to describe things. I was like, wow. I'd never think about it. But he gets things so right and accurate with the way he describes it so yeah. i was really really um i was really impressed with the Not way that he the wrote time. with the rope. i mean i was impressed because i was like oh my god like that's really close to like you can imagine that you, uh, you can actually pinpoint on that and imagine that mm. um i didn't like the fact that he he lightly described the characters like 
it was just... But it, that means it could have been anyone. That's that means that, like that. That, yeah, he lightly goes on. He's like, oh, and in number 12, and such and such, like, such oh, and such. Like, and I'm like, okay. And he's like, the man with the broken, or the burnt hands and just such and such and such. But I'm just like, so what's actually happening with these that's the point. But I think that's, and I'm just like, there's nothing the really point. happening. That's the genius of it. And because I was like, this is just... On your that. street, you don't know people by name. You know them by what the door number. they go into. And you might see them walking across Little the street. Feature. So you might yeah. you might see a guy with burnt hands and be like, oh, that's the guy with the burnt hands from number right. 10. That's you don't know much about him. But you get maybe snapshots from looking through his window yeah. when you're walking past. And I think that's what he was trying to convey in it. Like, you know, we we we, we see these things every single day. Yeah, yeah. And they they are remarkable, but not remarkable in the sense that oh, it's amazing, but remarkable in the sense where it's something we can remark upon. Yeah. Do you know and, what I mean? And, and then, like, if you miss it, then it's like whatever. But, but it, what I quite liked was in the beginning, I thought he'd, um, I thought he'd make it really, really obvious each time, like who he's talking about. But in sometimes he like so. For example, the boy with the dry eyes, like he was quite prominent in that um mm. i liked that you, i instantly knew him and i each time he would talk about him i was like okay i know who this person is but yeah. sometimes they talk about the boy with the big hair and i'm like who's who's this one yeah but yeah I yeah think that yeah. that is great because obviously there will be people on your street who you will be more drawn to even yeah. if it's just you don't know them mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i quite like how obviously i don't we haven't mentioned it but even though it happens in one like summer afternoon um it jumps back into i think a few years later with this particular girl who gets yeah, pregnant yeah. Sarah. sarah no not oh sorry no that's not yeah, sarah. she's not named yes yeah, she's mm. not named she's not but named. sarah is the friend that i think she calls yeah yeah quite often and i i really so in the i was so pissed off so when yeah. before they told us <laughs> that she's pregnant you I, thought she was a man no. Oh, what? I was like, I thought she had like some terminal illness. That's what I, oh, thought. I, thought, I, thought, I thought that too. I was like, shit, I, thought, you know like, I, I need to know. And I then she was like, mum, I'm no. pregnant. I said, bitch, what? Firstly, so I didn't know. I didn't know it was okay, a woman. What, 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 what were your preconceptions as to what the character was like? I thought, go was, around? I thought it was a man. What? Yeah. Why did you think it was a man? Because that's how my mind is set. I literally was like, yeah, it's a woman. And yeah. John McGregor really showed me up for that one. Yeah. Because I was like, wow, this is a woman. So how I, is this man a so I had to go. You actually thought it was a man. Yeah, I thought it was a man. I, I had to go back man. to the beginning and start reading the bits all over again. Yeah, because don't I you did. remember they all like going back she was always <laughs> with her that. friend Sarah in the beginning. But do you know how I knew she was a woman when he said, "I took off my top and took off my bra." I was like, "Pardon me." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. "Wow, this is a woman." So I was, I was, I was embarrassed. Also, I thought that she had. Um, Cancer. Yeah, I thought she was like terminally so, like going to die. I thought cancer was all the first yeah. thing. And then when she said, "Mom, I'm pregnant," I literally was like, "You're Bitch. fucking joking." Nah, you cut, you bruised your hand. You I were flinging fully... plates because you're pregnant. Nah, I fully what? thought because <laughs> other people are not getting pregnant and surviving. <laughs> <laughs> I was so I annoyed. Fully, I fully thought it was a man. Really? I fully it was a man. Yeah. And then I was it's like, so funny. The men thought it was a man, and the woman thought it was, it was a woman. As in, in, in my eyes, like it was a non-dislike. Because in my head, because in my head, like I mean, ever since ever since she said um, <laughs> women now to write the oppressors, well, I always assume now every time I see, I think of a, a male writer, I always assume that the character like is not going to be that well written for a for a member of the opposite sex. I yeah. And I was just like, mom. oh shit! So when he did that, I was like, wow, okay. So he just turn my head upside down with that but i thought i thought it was like hiv or something yeah like mm. something like something like oh this is really shameful but then again you know 
Yeah, I thought, I literally thought she like, was dying. Not necessarily shameful in that sense, yeah, but like, she, she, but was, she, hide, she was hiding it from them. like, and... a drama queen. Mm. Like, your age makes her get pregnant, and what? No, not fair. Come on. Oh, no, nah, she was such a drama queen. Come on, it's pregnancy. Some women do not want to be pregnant. Then... Yeah. But no, wait, remember what she was saying, but remember what she was saying. Right? <laughs> Ray had to collect herself. Yeah. But... <laughs> I was going to say something. <laughs> no, but you know Anyways. what? Yeah, but it's also that point where, like, she was saying that... Um, what did she say? She's like, she, had it, she had it in her mind. She planned... Yeah. She had kind of planned how mm. she wanted to have the um, the pregnancy, how she wanted it to come about. And at the end of the day... She wanted to, to get with the guy who was good with his hands. Yeah, do carpentry. And, I like like, that. and the thing is, and that's, that's kind of testament to his writing as well, because he kind of, he, he, he drifts you off yeah. and then brings you back to like, with you know, her thoughts. the part that really got me... And he me writes that really well. ...was when the man who had a daughter by himself... Yeah, and he was talking about. I, I was I'm still quite confused about it. He had burnt hands. Yeah, trying to save his wife. Yeah, mm. and then the wife kept on like saying, "What's happening, darling?" Da-da. Bro, I was so shook. I was literally like on the train. Like this is really sad. Yeah, I thought I thought this was the fairy, the fairy, not the fairy. But I thought I thought the, the little girl thing. could hear her mum mm. talking possibly. or something. Possibly because I mean, like little like, kids, they kind of. Though they say they have this next intuition. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, and plus, especially if she lost her mum and she's really young, she's not disclosed how old the, the, the girl is, right? No. So, we never know. But also, but, what I found interesting was that just going what John McGregor was doing, where he wasn't really telling us much about the people we had to yeah. use our own fucking, um, I guess, stereotypical views to, do you know what I mean? Like, there's a bit where he's talking about the woman putting clothes on the dry line, and then I think he says something like, she adjusts her headscarf. And I was like, oh, wow, this woman's, like, do you not even, white. Do you even did know? He, no, I, knew that, you, I didn't know that. I did. As soon as he... He, he did really good. Yeah, he did really well. Because I knew. But, I was but you know what? Awesome. Really? Even, yeah. even then, I thought it was, like... I thought that she you was still... Akbar I, thought in she, there. I thought she was still white. Yeah. Did but, like, she had the, like, you know... Um, like Yiddish culture, like Jewish oh, or like, something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like, like she, this book like, is great because I, I feel like it just really like it makes people vessels, and then yeah. you are the one that just inputs your own. Yeah, but it's weird because I knew those two little twins. I knew they were um, like um, it wasn't like until, Indian or yeah. Asian. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't until she was like, was it, is that the same family that was like, oh, is Mama and Papa up? And then they had to, um, the grandparents came downstairs. Yeah, yeah, that's that the was the family. same family. That's when I was like, okay, so oh, I see. That's, those are more details. Yeah. I could be like, all right, the culture, like my, the whole house, the whole house shifted for me. Like everything just. Do you know altered. how I? Do you know how I was like, okay, this is a different. Do you know thing. how I knew that they were they were like um, an Asian family? When the mum was in the kitchen, mm. and the little girl came and stood by the door, yeah. and tried to help, for some reason I automatically knew. Oh, the older daughter. And she was in the doorway. Yeah, she's, she was in the doorway. She's the one that lights the, the, the spring. Yeah. And obviously when she's trying to count up to 20, she's hopping and skipping and stuff yeah. on the street. Yeah. But when that I happened, I don't know why. I don't know what it was. Maybe maybe there's a prejudice yeah, somehow, or something. Yeah, but somehow. I knew straight away where that where that family was from. Yeah. Yeah, same. And I feel like... That's you, so weird. That's yeah. really... Um, yeah. Brilliant, mm. actually. But... Um, because I think, like, he, there's one more thing that he does really well. It's like he doesn't introduce names. And when he does introduce, and you realize that once he does introduce a few names, it's really powerful in the way that he does it. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. There's like, um, as you said, the boy got hit, right? Yeah, we learn his name. But we learn his name. What's his name? Is it Shahid? 
bless. You know what I mean? Like, and it was... Um, Did he die? Oh, no, he No, like, Shahid. And then she was saying, like, because the ambulance was there, and they were like, oh, what's his name? She's like, his name's Shahid. Like, his name's Shahid Mohammed. da 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 And, like, it was just... The way that you wrote it was so... It was it was impactful. I was like, yeah. wow, he's his name. And then, you know... So who are you guys' like, favourite vessel of a person, I suppose? Hmm. Vessel. Favourite vessel of a person. Because, like, I feel like you had to input your own ideas on something. I did like the story um, of the elderly couple. Um, oh, I think it was the same, the same... Tell me the story of us. Yeah, tell me the story oh, of us. And then, like... Oh, that was really sweet. Yeah, and, and, like, he was, and you know, polishing the medal and not... And, like, he didn't... He's like, oh, this is not... Kind of, you don't need to polish it. Nothing. It wasn't anything special. You no, know, all these little things. Like I love when I liked. He came I liked back that from story. war and was screaming her name. Yeah. And then she was behind him. Yeah. No need to shout. I'm right behind you. Yeah. So that's kind of like their little thing. Um, well, was good. Yeah. Who else was good? I like. I like the couple that were just fighting and fucking. They were cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, found that, I found that really dark though. I was like. No, nah, I just saw that as regular. Yeah, life no, 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 it was regular life for some people, but in my mind, it was just like this dark room, and it was just kind of a, something that wasn't really worth yeah. looking into. That makes any sense. Whereas, like, it was there wasn't anything deep there. Obviously, it was just yeah, it was rather light. What, what's what's interesting, but really is that dark physically. When I was reading about it, I read that basically the entire book is basically about people's inability to communicate with each other mm-hmm. because. Every single person, so the daughter is in a she's unable to communicate to her mother that she's pregnant. Those the couple that's fucking and fighting, they can't communicate with each other. They're literally their thoughts are so disconnected from one another. Then you've got um the boy with the dry eye dry eyes, he's incapable of communicating his love oh, is it? for that girl who's across the road. Then yeah. you've got the old man, he's incapable of communicating to his wife that he's dying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's just about Everyone being on the same street as well and literally not being able to communicate with yeah. each other. Do you know what I mean? Just living in their own world. And, and, and even in their own worlds, they can't talk to each yeah, other. I found quite interesting the idea of um, community in that. So this road really, rem- like, it reminded me how Western lives are very, very different to, like, other sort of societies where there's more of a communal spirit. Yeah. But at the same time, I even saw that community because everyone was always looking on the road looking at each other look like being aware of oh this person's packing this person's painting this person is washing up oh the, the twins are out again um oh the kid is out again oh you know yeah, let's drawing. dash some fucking water on them yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? yeah. there is, yeah. there is um, that element of community yeah. even though it's very very different to how other people live mm. um but then I also feel like there was a, there was quite a loneliness in it because what I found about this book or how I read it was yeah it was it was like you're just sliding in the, it's like a camera and the camera is just going into each window in each room mm. and it's just showing you snapshots of people's lives and just how lonely they are yeah. they just how close they are together proximity exactly. wise and how lonely they're like the yeah. streets that like you can hear exactly what's happening in the next like house mm. but you don't know their names yeah. you don't know nothing except for little features that you see in and out and i'm just like and obviously it fits in well with that idea of communication you know you could be with someone but you could be so much in your head yeah that you don't know anything about them yeah. and it's it's a little sad but at the same time it's just normal it's just yeah. what we're doing it's just life yeah I mean, it's actually just life yeah 
I mean, so how much do you think that like you should be revealed, like should be revealed to you in the first hundred pages of the book, of, in, a, of any book? In because terms of our preference, I, yeah. Because I was like, I was pushing through it, right? And I was like, right, I'm leading up to this big event. I know this big event's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. So what's going on? Every minute, flicking back and forth to this story, I was like, all right, it was getting kind of like tiring by a hundred, mm. by Just like same a page, old, same old, yeah, then. by like page a hundred and. 80, I, like, I like the girl stories more. I'd look forward to that part rather than the part when she was the... What do you mean? What story? Oh, the second narrative. Yeah, I prefer that one. It's like two, it was like, it's like two separate stories, yes, really, wasn't it? Yes, but information. Yeah, but you needed that information. Yeah, it's like, of, yeah, it's like one's going in this, this direction, the other one's going in this yeah. direction, but then they meet. Yeah, at some and point. The, obviously, the fatal event. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When you, yeah. They meet. Okay, they meet. Cool. <laughs> You'll get it. <laughs> to the point like so um what do you think how much should be given away to you for me yeah. oh i need i need i need a lot <laughs> i need a lot at the beginning i need names because it's just so difficult for me to continue i didn't even try and identify these people by their house numbers i was just going by Same. their little features Same. yeah it was just too much so i need names at the beginning listen man names are gateways into people's personalities that's what i think anyway mm -hmm. so i feel i feel like i need them i need to know not necessarily their facial features, but maybe it's a quirk that they have. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Or something just to, to recognize them by. Maybe not even a physical feature. Maybe mm. just something that they they do that you know is, is them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I like that as well. Like, I feel like I need, I really need facial stuff as well. Like, when I read, I like to know who I'm reading. I like to see them, even like so. For me, this is Ray's favorite criticism of my writing. <laughs> yeah, I like. To, I really like to see some people because I'm just like, okay, like what am I looking at? So that's why I liked the girl with the sh short blonde hair and the square um, glasses. Glasses. Um, I liked the boy with um, who, who's like dry eyes. And so when I kept on reading him, I just saw myself blinking a lot all the time. So I was just mirroring. I was oh, like wow. just blinking all the you time. Really so I, was into like, books, don't you? I, was, I just feel like I, I kind of felt because I know how it is like to have dry eyes and it's really painful. So it just reminded me of it and I'd have to blink it out even mm. though I, I'm not even feeling it. Mm. So yeah, I, I, I like a lot but I also like a plot really, really early on. Mm. Like, a, like a navigation because like when I'm reading it and nothing's happening in the first couple of pages, I'm like, this is why I think like Invisible Man, I wasn't really, because it just, for a long time, it was like, okay, yeah. okay, what, what what are we doing right yeah, now? What's next, yeah, what's next? What's next? What's next? I think that, um, I spoke about Excuse it me, hold on. on a minute. There is a plot in Invisible Man. Not in the beginning. Yeah, it's just, you follow him through, it's a similar, like, through university it's a, stuff. That's not a plot. Life is a plot. It's similar. Are you saying there's no plot to your life? Similar book then. I mean, is there? Of course <laughs> there is. It's similar, similar to this book then, I guess. So it's like... But there's no, more, there, more, there more no, detail, more... There's, I find, like, like it's, a, it's a big skill to, to write so many characters. Even if you're writing them lightly. Like, it was a big skill to actually delve into... Because he must have had, he must have known them intricately for him to write them so lightly. If that makes any sense, I kind of get where you're going with that. But I think I just that, feel like it, I feel like it's really skillful. I think because there's not that much detail to these people, mm. then it was easy. It was yeah. It, I don't want to say it was easy, but I mean it's not as difficult as let's say for example someone like I'm really going far with this one, like Tolstoy, who writes like a hundred and odd characters in War and Peace or something like that. Do you oh, okay. Me? Or Marlon James, who writes. How many other characters in um in um the brief um history of seven killings? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But do you know what's interesting about this though? 
Kai Miller's written a book called The Same Earth. I love Kai Miller. Yeah. It is a similar plot. What to To this? this. Yeah. Similar technique as in there's an event that happens mm. and everybody knows that there's like any any mentions of oh, the big thing that's happened the big oh thing my that god happens. that's what ha- that's exactly um august town something yeah, some big, big thing the, happens the big and we're trying happens. to lead the up to the ending and you're yeah. leading up to it and nobody knows what this big thing yeah, is what's until happen, it gets yeah. to the end so like now it's made me question that plot is very very it's made me question him i'm just like kai where'd you get your idea from i'm like wow what is all this no, <laughs> I totally but this is an obvious plot, plot device yeah, it's probably, it's probably yeah. an obvious plot device he's probably got it from someone else yeah. but it's like the writing in between mm. but like all the different characters up until that point because in the same earth it's um they're in a village in jamaica and obviously he, he goes through several characters so you got the preacher you got the preacher's wife you've got the the teacher all these different things and how they all kind of make up this ecosystem of this village. Yeah. And then there's an event that happens from with, with somebody in the village. And it's like, I don't know. So it kind of makes it just made me question his plot mm. and the way he used it. Was it just a lifting and just saying, all right, I'm going to take all, most of his technique. I'm going to make write the story. Mm. Don't know. But how much of it ends up being original in the end? Not much. Is. Not much. And it's just like, I don't think and, anything and is, that's slightly disappointing in a sense. Original. Yeah. I actually spoke to a girl yesterday who's the founder of Rewrite. Um, oh, they yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she was taught. She was said. She said something like every story that's probably written now is just a rewriting of something, um, which I found quite interesting. No, it can't be. I think so. It because can be. it's never been written by you before. Yes, but that's that's with regard to where the story is coming from. So that means it's that's not gonna... just the same story, but just different words. You know I, I, mean? I could have grown up in the same house with a twin brother, same parents, same everything, mm-hmm. and we are writing different stories. Of From course. your perspective of the same events. Which means it's different. Mm. I don't know. Wait, but when you said stories, you mean the actual physical, like the, the crux of the actual story? Because or the so way it's, example, or the way it's right written? right now, we are experiencing something very similar. Yeah. But we are experiencing it from very different point of views. Yeah. I'm having a different type of day to Derek and you. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we can talk about something different but essentially we have we're talking about the same event and the same thing i yeah. disagree i think saying it's the same event is impossible to okay, do okay the same event being we've come here to record a podcast mm-hmm. i and can say i have a flight to catch mm-hmm. i'm really happy this morning yeah, yeah. I, I i needed to have a coffee because i couldn't do bear to you know not have one and i can you say know, i'm hungover i've headache exactly but, but we're all here you know we just have different that's my point. That's why I, I'm kinda, I get what you're saying. I get so it's like saying. a rewrite mm. of the same event and yeah. the same thing. But with those, so my question was then like, you could say like the stories that are going to be written, the ideas are never going to be original. Then you think that's probably why Marlon James decided to do what he did with um, the brief history of seven killings. Like it was so, I've not read. Well, I've not read it yet, and I'm not that widely read to yeah. know to to, oh, to, to to pick up like you know oh he's done this because of such and such from 1900 whenever mm-hmm. but that could have been a do you think that could have possibly been a reason why he had all those different voices and then you know made the story someone I'm i said sure. i hadn't read a book yesterday and someone said but you're mostly lit and i'm like mostly yes. lit don't mean you read everything <laughs> <laughs> read so, i was so i was like excuse me <laughs> do you know what do you know this reminds me of um a short story that we should now definitely um, read, and it's a short story by um, Jean-Louis Borges. 
It's one? called um, Pierre Monard, um, author of um, Coyote. Oh, okay. And it's literally a guy who rewrites a couple of chapters from Don Coyote. Did I say Coyote? Coyote. Whatever. And he rewrites it mm-hmm. word for word, but it's different because he, you have to, re- we'll read it, but it's basically like you Ray's talking about retelling the same story. And I'm basically like, it's not the same story. Yeah. Ray's saying it is. That short it's story. The same story from a different perspective. Yeah, exactly. That that short story basically covers exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. And um and it's really, it's really we'll do that actually. We'll okay, yeah. Do that, yeah. But like, all right, cool. I don't know, man. But at the end of the day, the way that the way that the book ended was quite um What? I don't want to say impactless. It was uh, it was underwhelming. Because he'd already taken Sorry, us Ray. out of that. <laughs> like it's an underwhelming ending. Yeah. He'd taken us out of the whole, like, it got very technical when it, leading up to, um, obviously, the guy's, the guy getting hit by a car. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't as, the language wasn't as poetic when it got to that point. I felt like those parents were so irresponsible. Why? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to feel like, it was a summer's day in I 2002. Know, but, <laughs> like, but like, so for example, out, no... like, obviously, back home in Zanzibar, um, <laughs> like, obviously, yeah, you can run riot, but, like, sometimes they have, like, like, where we live and stuff, like, People are just careful, and the kids are playing. Yeah, cool, but at the same time, this is a road in England. How are you playing in the middle of the road in England? Like, I mean, if it, I mean, if you have you ever been one? I down, guess I used to play. Have outside. you been down one of those like really quiet residential roads in like Chiswick or something, no. <laughs> or like barns or somewhere? Like, <laughs> like, like, they're like in, they're like in, um, yeah. Them, them, them places on the district lines somewhere. <laughs> but like, you've got like, they're really, really quiet roads. Right. Like, so kids will go out and play there. Like, you're not gonna, so you're not gonna see, like, cars will come up and down and there's parks nearby and stuff. But it's like, playing on the road is just a sign of thing because they can all, they can be seen. But if you, especially if you give them boundaries yeah. to say, don't go this far, don't go that far. Mm. Yeah, the girl used to do that. But like, you know what I mean? Do so, kids still play on the roads these days? They don't. No. I haven't seen them. I have not seen them about. Kai doesn't play outside. He plays like, the, there's a park. Yeah. But I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, they don't play I on the roads anymore. I, yeah, I used to like bike rides and stuff and all that stuff when I was younger in the summer. But Listen to us. You know where it's going. They're all just on their fucking phones all yeah. the time. It's true though. Head off doing Hi, the always on the Xbox, and I, I walked in, and he was like speaking to people, and like, obviously they're playing the Xbox, and other people are playing the same game, and I was like, wow, I can't even operate this thing, <laughs> like, and you're you are like a seven year old, yeah. and you're like, your mom's calling you, and you're telling your friend, can you wait, wait, mom's calling, I'm like, like you've just you've just taken. I don't, know, I don't know what I don't know oh, what it is. Like playing out was great, you know. It's really like, oh, it was fun. It was like exploring, like, even just exploring, like just figuring, like walking around and just trying to like go through the parks and stuff and going with your friends and no, whatnot. No, I, I feel like my children need to play out. They, they need, need to, to play have outside. friends to knock on their door. They need to play like, outside. Like no one kicks is ball Zachary anymore. Is allowed to play out? And I, oh, my, you know, my maid will be like, <laughs> "All right, guys, enough okay. of this." Okay, because she's <laughs> fucking nostalgic. She's already been rained royalty. I'll be at work. But like, like regular nah, mom. <laughs> I don't know, but like I think nobody really does does much anymore, I guess. But I don't think it was irresponsible to be letting them outside on the road. Yeah. But I don't know, like but it did kind of make me think that like little things in the book, little details such as, oh, um the cord of the phone. Mm. I was like, a corded in my head I was thinking a corded phone? Like no one 
like Alex, that's, 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 that's very rare to, to, to think now that people have phones on you're cord. not that young Alex no but people it's very rare because like you know if somebody was writing that today it would probably be a cordless phone that somebody mentioned they wouldn't even need to like, even little, they, they wouldn't even need to, need to say they wouldn't I need want to a corded phone and I want to like hold it like this while I walk around my route I've still got a corded phone in my house how is it my kitchen you still got a corded phone I've still got a corded phone in my house yeah I want those old ones boy it's old. My, the phone like, in my house has got a thing you put your finger in, turn it around. You still have that? You put your finger in, you turn it around. You still like have that. 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 I, reminds like, you... I like those phones. Oh, my God. You get nice gold ornamented ones. Oh well, no, it's just a standard black resident. one. <laughs> okay, anyways, um, I feel like the plan was supposed to be very different. It was supposed to be about writing books or something. How to write a no- like the writing, the writing of the novels. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, because obviously John McGregor's taken an unconventional, unconventional approach to writing this book, clearly. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it, it, the question literally is: Is there a right or wrong way to write a novel? No, because there is. Oh, I'm going to sound really artsy, but there's no right or wrong way to art. You said something really guys. artsy to me this week, and I forgot what it was. Oh, placing my voice. Oh God. On I the, personally um, think there is. But like, you think there's a, a right way? Look, there's this there's this book called House of Leaves, yeah, and it's like ma- It's literally massive and. It's very unconventional. Okay. It's like, I've never read it, but when I was scrolling through the pages, kind of yeah. like, some of the writing is upside down, some of the writing's on the side, some of the writing goes diagonal, some of it gets smaller too... and smaller, some of the writing is tiny and it's like magnified. And this is supposed to be a novel. I would tell you that is not a fucking novel. <laughs> That's not how a novel It's a novel, but it's just, they're just doing way too much with the, with, with the aesthetics. Just write, paint like paint, you know? If you want to be artsy, just fucking paint a bloody image. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> but, like, but that's kind of what he's done. Do but he's done it like he's come like Picasso. I just... personally think so. I think in response to your question, Derek, about do you read for um, for like the rice? Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well if you have a home but you're not always at home you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host 
acting Just, or like the plot. Yeah. I definitely read for the plot. Um, I can read for the writing, but when it when I'm reading for the writing, it's very much academic. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, if I'm reading for the writing, then I want to like dissect it. I want to talk about it. I want to be like, oh, this is used for this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But if I'm reading like pleasure, then the writing needs to be good, but it doesn't need to be of such a caliber that I'm like, oh my God, do you know what I mean? Yeah. The writing mm-hmm. needs to be good, but the plot needs to like wow me. It needs mm-hmm. to transport me straight away. Mm. So I think if a ca- if um, a novelist can do that, they can have a really, really good plot. And I think someone said to us, um, if someone said that whenever someone says, oh, you know, the writing is really good, it means that they don't have a plot. Oh, that was Louis. Oh. Yeah. Louis Stowell, yeah. Um, and I, I completely agree. But then sometimes I'm like, oh no, the right like for this book, I'll be like, the writing is really, really good, and I feel like there's a magical, there's like some magic, there's like yeah. magic in this book. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm I, when I open it, I'm. You're trans- the pace you're, is very slow. You're transported, but like you're you're hung on it, nearly every word. Yeah, it's just it's very fascinating. He has Even like he does something. Page. It's like an allure. He does something, and I'm really trying to grasp. I'm like, what is it? Is it just me trying to romanticize it? Like, what is he doing? Because there is definitely something that. John McGregor does mm-hmm. that is very magical, but it's he's also poet, mundane. Do you know what I mean? It's is like he he's writing the mundane, yeah, in a very like, even like beautiful the, way. the first the first bit I was like, I didn't like the first okay. bit because I was like, what the fuck is this? You didn't like, you didn't like it, <laughs> and then I like the second bit. I was like, ah, okay. I like the ending of the it's first like a weird bit, narration, but it did remind me a little really bit nice. of like um, a Richard Curtis film, though. Really? Yeah, it just reminded me of something like that. You kind of what like. He is kind of like a movie. Yeah, yeah it's like a it's a movie. Like you'd watch it and it's like this Do you know narration. what it reminds me of? Is it like, Sliding Doors? Sliding Doors? Is it Sliding Doors? With Gwyneth Paltrow? No. That's Sliding Doors. I've, I've heard of Sliding Doors, <laughs> but I've never seen it. Doors. Is that Sliding Doors? With Gwyneth Paltrow. No, do you know tube. what it reminds me of? Love Actually. This is what I'm saying. Another Where Richard, it goes in and out of different people's lives. Yes, yes, yes. So you go through all the different characters and they end up connected in some way. Absolutely. No, there's a film set in Tokyo. And it has this... Man, no one ain't seen this film, Ray. No, trust me. <laughs> Watching a Tokyo film. What film? Sliding. It must be Sliding Doors. Do you think it's Sliding Doors? Maybe. But, that's Gwyneth, but you would know that's Gwyneth Paltrow. Right? I haven't watched it in years. Because it's I know what, the what, when, that what, when, they, what, when they don't get on the, um, get on the tube on one in yeah, one. That, yeah, that's, that's Sliding Doors. And then that's she just... Not the so that's not Sliding Doors then, that you're thinking. Oh, it's got... Um, what's her face? Uh, Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. Yeah. Oh. oh, Lost in Translation. Yes, thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. It reminded me of that. Because I was like, this film is really mundane. But there How was the hell did you confuse Sliding Doors and Lost in Translation? Do you know what it is? It's the movement. So I was like, <laughs> oh it was my like God. Lost Trans, like, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. movement. And then I was like, something is shifting. And I was like, Sliding Doors? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah, in my yeah. brain. But yeah, <laughs> so like, that's why I was like, is it called Sliding Doors? I've not, not seen Lost in Translation. I have. It's really mundane. It's and really good, though. It's, uh, I, uh, yeah. It just—it's this book. I feel it's just very. <laughs> I haven't watched that movie. There's in something ages. unsanitized about it, and very boring. And very racist, but yeah, yeah. but I really like it. <laughs> huh? This book? No, no, lost in translation. Yeah. Oh, like, I finished it, and I was like, that was very mundane, but mm. I really liked it. Mm. So I feel like this is it. Like he's just writing really basic shit about everyday life. Okay. And it's quite nice. So read it. Yeah, if anybody's read the book and they want to kind of let us know. People did mention, um, did say they'd read it on Instagram. 
Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people would have had. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I mentioned it to her colleague. She's like, no, she's not read it, but read Reservoir 13. Yeah. And said that was good. So. You know John McGregor follows us? Shut does up. he? Yeah, he does. Hi, You're John? John McGregor. Hey, my G. <laughs> he actually, I, I remember. I wasn't even ready. Because I was going to, I was going to reach out to him and I typed in, I was like, this guy follows us. He actually follows and us. And I was like, I look at his bio, it says Reservoir 13. I was like, Dead. shit, this is John McGregor. Yeah, he follows us. Is he, um, um. Is he active? <laughs> yeah, he's active on Twitter. Is he thingy? Wow. Um, thingy. He's verified. Verified? No, no. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't think he concerns himself with such things, man. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of writers on Twitter who've got like a couple thousand followers yeah. and they've written like man book of prize winning uh, yeah. <laughs> novels and they don't give a shit. Yeah. Why would true. they? That's true. Do you know what I mean? Let's not, I mean, social media isn't the be all and end all. It's of, not. But, um, do you know what I mean? Hey, John. Hope you hey. liked our review. <laughs> we really <laughs> liked your know. book. <laughs> I haven't finished it. I'm sorry. I will. Yeah. I was only joking when I called you a cheeky sod, by the way. <laughs> and right. you don't just write the Monday. <laughs> 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 then backtracking, backtracking. You know, like, oh. Yeah. Oh, you actually said his ending was underwhelming. Wow. Wow, John, that's what they did. Mind your business. <laughs> but but yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, guys. That's it. If nobody speaks of remarkable things by John McGregor, if you guys. Um, let what us are you know guys what, doing next week without know, me? Let us know what you think. Huh? What are you guys doing next week without me? Not sure yet. Okay. Not sure yet, but we'll figure that out. Wow, I just um, got a message. You know, this is so random, but I'm like, wow, this is amazing. You know, um, that that uh, MC Rams, Rams. No, he's got a tune called Barking, yeah, and it's now it's it's literally climbed to like number two. Wait. Someone just messaged me like, "Yo, Barking is number two in the charts." I'm Barking. like, wow, really? So random. Have you heard that? Which tune? charts though? The UK single charts. Really? Have you heard the tune? No. Might lick my ting from Barking. Oh, no, I, saw it, I saw it tweeted about on, online, online, but I never really clicked it's, it. It's really catchy, but wow, he's really doing bits. I hope he gets to number one. I think, you know what I mean? Mm. Sorry, a, guys, it's random. But it's I'm a good, like, wow, I mean, man. Brit season and all that. It's pretty cool. He hasn't been nominated. Right I know he hasn't been nominated, but nah. like, people are going to start taking a bit more of an interest in oh, absolutely. certain kinds of music. That I reckon the scene is ignore. really going to thrive in 2018. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so moving on. Um... Oh yeah, best life reads. I don't have a read this week, um, but I'm going to actually suggest um, an artist that I found this week. But somebody tweeted, "Oh, if you like uh, Sid from the internet, have you? Do you guys listen to the internet? What's that? I've seen them before. It's a before. group. Oh, I thought you meant that actual internet. No, 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 no. Like, it's a group. <laughs> no, it's a group called the Internet. Yeah. Um, right. I saw like, them perform with Anderson Pack. Yeah, they're pretty. Like, they're, I like them. And there's someone said, "Oh, if you like um, Sid from the internet." Um, you're gonna like this girl called Malia, Alpha Malia, and uh, she's got this album called Late Bloomer, and it's really, it's re- like one of them transcendental albums. Like you listen to it, and I felt like every single song I liked, and I don't know what I don't know what it is about it, but I think there's something in there um, yeah. that was really she's really talented, really talented. I hope she wrote the songs herself. Why? I would have thought. Cause I just I like it when I like it when singers write songs by write right. songs themselves. Then you don't even know the difference sometimes. I know, but like when you find out that they've written it themselves, you're like, okay, then there's this extra. Why well, stand for the ghostwriters? <laughs> of course you do, Ray. I'm a. <laughs> so there's Malia, as late bloomer. Um, if you're ever if you're feeling that like you just want to escape, and you know just put on some music that would just take you yeah. away. I feel like I've been getting really into certain kinds of music, like just exploring stuff through my Spotify lately. And um, Malia's Late Bloomer was really, really a, a good one. So that's been added to my list of stuff. I'm going to start making a new playlist um, that I might share out. 
mm-hmm. very soon. I might make it a part of my carefree Black Boy Joy collection. But yes, I don't have a read, but that's the that's the artist that I want to cool. suggest. Derek, get off your phone. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> so mostly flicks this week. Oh, I didn't watch, rewatch it, but you I kind of you, know. You get it. Yeah. Hold on, I was on my phone because I'm trying to. What was the name of the album? Malia. Um, her name's Malia. It's called Late Bloomer. I'm gonna listen. To she's it got tonight. several. She's got several um, out, like a few other songs out. But yeah, she's really good. Thank you, Alex. All right, uh, yeah, mostly flicks, Derek. Okay, this is so the last ever Black Mirror we're doing. Did you watch yeah. it? Yeah, I, re- I didn't rewatch it, but I know it. Yeah. Okay. It. Yeah. yeah. Fifteen million merits. Why? Obviously, I'm new to Black Mirror. Yeah, so I'm watching these like wow, and everyone's like, bro, we watched this like years ago. You're late. Yeah. Fair enough, yeah, but I can still give you my take on these the, the things that you get me. <laughs> so um What is it what is it about this um So this it's about because so, I was like what is it about? See this uh, They have to work. They literally yeah, they, they wake up they cycle. They on they cycle on the bites to accumulate merits and I'm assuming that them cycling does something for the world outside of mm-hmm. whatever they're in. Mm-hmm. They've got like this next it, it to me it looked like a big phone. Because obviously just the way he was swiping, yeah. swiping, swiping, and then porn comes up. And which was really interesting that to get rid of porn, you actually had to pay merits to yeah. get rid of it rather than to, to get it. <laughs> to, to, to Do you know it, what yeah. I mean? Like, um, and then there's like a um, X Factor type thing where they go and try hot and... Hot shots. Hot shots, try yeah. and yeah, blow up and get outside of the labor that they're living in, the, the mundanity that yeah. they're living in. You know, the fact that the food isn't really real because he obviously remarks that, oh, an apple... Is probably the realest thing inside the mm. um that he took from somebody else who said that to him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And then he used that line on the girl that he liked and whatnot. But um, what I found really interesting, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, Charlie Brooker, yeah, I think there's an element of that which is really just a critique of like um porn. You think? Yeah, absolutely, bruv. Come on, look. It's it's not it's not in by what, ac- in what sense though it's what not by ac- okay it's not by accident that the porn keeps popping up and he has to pay to get rid of it which is literally showing you that porn is is forced upon us do you mm. know what I mean and it's hard for us to escape it mm. do you know what I mean we have to somehow have to pay to escape porn being forced also I think when um uh, what's his name again the black guy Daniel Kaluuya Daniel Kaluuya when obviously his girlfriend does the singing and then. Bashi. Is Bashi him, in it? Sorry, I call him Bashi. What's his name again in real Ash- life? Is it not Ashley? Ashley, yeah. But um, I, I realised, I'm looking at it, it's like, is it Bashi? Yeah, and then, it's like, Bashi, then I had yeah. the accent and I was like, what? As soon as I heard the voice, before I saw his face, I knew it was him. I saw the face, I was like... Yeah, but obviously when, when Bashi, Bashi comes to do, oh yeah, show me your titties and they're kind of like, oh, you should go come with me and I'll make you famous, come and do porn, blah, 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 blah. And then she chooses to do that rather than go back to the old app. I think that's like... He's talking about economic coercion in terms of people who get into pornography because of the circumstances in which they're living. And they probably wouldn't do that if they had better lives. This is obviously one of the critiques yeah. of, of porn and the, and sex work and whatnot. And I think that's what Charlie Brooker was literally yeah. trying to, to say with that scene and with the porn thing. Mm. I, I mean, I, I thought and I thought, OK, this must be something yeah. obvious. So I Googled it, but I couldn't really find anything. Yeah. So I might be reaching. Yeah. I, I don't mean, know, I but... I don't think like I remember he was listening. I listened to him on a podcast just before he dropped the, the latest season, mm. and he. They, I think somebody was saying like, "Oh, so when you sit down mm. and you plan and you get to the writers' room and you're writing Black Mirror, mm. what is it that you 
do do you look at the do you look at t- at the papers? Do you think oh this that and the other? Are we going to talk about this today? And he's like, no, that they they don't look at the news, they don't watch it, they don't do anything like that. They just say they just think, oh, what about if this happened? And then the ideas spiral, and then he cre- then they create yeah. the, the thing. So there's no there's never any outward political agenda I, I think i think but yeah i think that's a lie it's in but because but a lot of it's in but because you're dealing with people yeah it's a lot of them in, it's in your mind yeah but Alex, I, mean? I think i i don't believe like i was talking to my friend like and she's a literal genius i think a literal genius no seriously I mean, that's like the best backup you can have right? no okay okay <laughs> well i i, I think she's genius. a genius but so i was we're talking i was talking we were talking about the um obviously the porn yeah. um analogy and whatnot and um obviously she was explaining a lot better than i can um, explain it now but she also she thinks that what charlie brooker does is he puts his political opinion slightly into a lot of the episodes and then just palms it off as i'm just being creative and saying what if this could but happen it's not just him I writing mean, yeah like, it's not just him that. writing though. But that's what i'm saying so where you're saying that he's literally talking as if to say he, these ideas are formed in a vacuum that's obviously i mean like, you know, but yeah like you have you have the ideas you have the team you, and then you, you work out the story. Do you see what I mean? And then, like, obviously, mm. you look... That's what I'm saying. The idea is that the fact that you've got several people who, who are in society with you mm. and they've all experienced different things and then they inject that in there. So they, somebody might have said, oh, yeah, but, like, have you guys thought about pornography? Mm. See, porn, porn thing thought, wasn't even something that I... Like, in that episode, yeah. I watched... That was so, so apparent What was me. the it most was apparent? More, it was more so, like, the, the manual labour mm-hmm. and the fact that... A sort of commentary on capitalism, I suppose. Yeah. And the manual labor that you have to do to be able to receive something that isn't even real, that like isn't organic and won't help you in any way. It was probably even bad for you. Mm. And then because money isn't real, exactly. And you're serving this greater purpose, and you're like the energy that you're providing when you're working. Who is there helping? You don't know. It just goes somewhere else. Mm. You don't know. It's benefiting someone completely different. Um, And so I think that, for me, was the most powerful thing. It's it's we're working so hard to get something that is arbitrary. It's not fulfilling. And then the the, the greater good or the, or the, the the actual things that we can use are given to somebody else. Yeah, so, so that's d- what I thought. And you feel like you're deserving of all those things. So yeah. Like they because the girl went straight in because um, the girl that the main love interest in this in the show, mm. the main Abby? woman, Abby. Yeah. She um she went into to obviously he paid for her to get the, the golden ticket to go to hot takes and then well, as soon as she walked in they wanted her straight away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you're un- you're always under the the will of somebody else like yeah. the people in there that was like well when that girl was shouting and she's like i've been here for like ages yeah, like yeah, yeah. i can sing too etc and it's, like you know yeah. i don't make the rules just come you know what i mean so it's a bit interesting with regard to like paying for the porn to to be removed it's kind of like for, i was thinking like oh um it's quite interesting that the things that like unlearning a process takes so much energy and they're like yeah whoever they are being like this is what we want you to learn but if you don't want to learn it you ha- there's such a greater cost to pay yeah which like, is ridiculous what do you think it is like it's just about habits though isn't it because unless they just impart that porn on him because he's a guy they never actually showed porn to the women yeah, so it's, it's, we not, are the porn. it's not something that just kind of flashed up 
for them. Do you know As what I'm in, saying? Like, so the guys, um, the two guys, well, the Daniel's character, but mm. Bing, um, when he, whenever he was just lying there, mm. it would just pop up. Mm. Whereas in the in um, Abby's room, whenever she was just lying, like her room would just chill. Do you see what I mean? I like mean, because we are the consumption. We're not the ones right. consuming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, women are the product. Yeah. yeah, like, so we wouldn't. Okay. Exactly. Like, but then, yeah. I think with the, with, the, with the porn thing, I just think that was like an element of it. I don't think that was the big overall message of that episode. I personally think the big overall message of that episode, just literally linking to what Ray said about capitalism, I think it's literally that anything can be commodified because even at the I know you haven't seen the end. At the end, Daniel Kaluuya's speech... He's about to stab himself in the neck and he's losing his mind. Mm. They even commodified that suffering. Yeah. And then he's now, he's become, I'm going to ruin the yeah, 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 I don't care. I'm... He's then on TV selling himself, selling his pain. And then you see one of the guys on a bike literally change his little, <laughs> his his wee avatar to have the the the, 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 the is... glass in his neck. Do you know what Capitalism I mean? Capitalism will sell you You anything. can literally yeah. commodify it. And it's, it's, it's so perfect that it's a black person because... They've just com- commodified his suffering. Yeah. Again, and sold like, it the, to like, the, like the recent series that we spoke about last week, mm. the other week before. And it's crazy. Like, I see that so much like <coughs> happening to like feminism and stuff. Like when I see tops like, you know, oh, I don't know, I'm a feminist. And I, I mean, I understand it, but I'm also like, oh, Yes, like Ray. I, lo- just, I love this Ray, you know. Like yeah. just adding on back to the... Like, this the is, fuck? This is the mean? real Ray. Ray's a radical feminist, yeah. Like, so it, like, it bugs me so much. So it's just... I don't know. It just really annoys me. Even, you like, now struggle. with the idea of black girl magic, I'm just like, okay, but fucking hell. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, want to see that on the even top. Like, so it, even, like, even, like, things like Black Lives Matter, then? Like, even, it's even like, the it's hashtag... Black, like, you know? is the biggest social structure that will commodify and monetize everything and that's why when i'm thinking about an alternative way of living and like <laughs> what other way can we use <laughs> when people are like oh you know living. we can become like socialists and social democrats i'm like fucking listen it's the same thing unless you're gonna go into the wilderness and live by yourself and, and that in, sover- in itself in, in will be commodified somehow and live in sovereignty exactly then the, the i don't system. know a way out we need to reconstruct yeah. society is what we need to do somehow oh, who's we I don't know. I don't know how to. And it's just hilarious because I, I see so many like politicians happen. who walk into the game and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna change it." Blah blah blah. And oh. Then they get in before you know it. Oops, I have a mold. They can't. Okay, I have to be real. They can't. Let's they can't change about it. what people actually want. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You need to they find a balance because they're at the beck and call of others. They're at the beck and call. Literally, they're at the literal beck and call of other people. Like you can be the leader of the free world, or whatever. You can be the leader of a nation, but you're at the beck and call of somebody else unless you are a dictator. Even there at the back. Even then. <laughs> like, so, the call of money. Yeah. And power. Exactly. Like, it's just. And men. It's just ridiculous. But, yeah, man, that was good. I mean, it's a good episode. I suppose. Like, I, I always find. Episode. I always approach Black Mirror um, tentatively. Because I'm always a bit like, oh. What yeah. am I going to expect in this episode? Like, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, that, that, that little flinch. Like, yeah. well, soon as, even, when, even him lying there, coming, lying down and waking up, I was like, okay, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Is something going to come, out of, yeah. the, come out of the ceiling? And, and grab I, I, I mean, in terms of that but, episode, I'm assuming there's going to be other episodes better. But the first episode, The Pig. The iconic episode. The first ever. The, in, yeah, The Pig episode. Kinney. Yeah. Um, that was funny. That was really good. That it was wasn't really funny good. to me at all, man. I was just like, this as a, is as a series, then, weird. as a series, then, this is probably gonna be the last time he, at this 
well, in any recent time, we're going to continue speaking about Black Mirror. But as a series, though, mm. what do you guys think about the series? I think it's important. Like, you think it's an important one? I think Charlie Brooke is a fucking genius, man. Mm. Yeah. I think it's absolutely important. Like, the mm. social media episode, I don't know if you've seen that, Derek. Isn't um, that the pig episode? No, there's no. another social the pig media episode. Is That's in season two or season three is the pig episode. Three. No, season three is no pig episode's in season one. No, yeah. season one, season one, but the social media one you're talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about social media Se- one. The girl loses but the pig episode, I, oh, sorry, I thought three. the pig episode was the social no, no, media no, no, one. No, 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 there's another one. It's about social media few, and how you get like. I think you would like enjoy them. season three because mm. they've got the social media one, they've got the gaming one. Which um, one is that one? You know when he goes into the virtual uh, game? Hi, guys. Okay, yeah. I'm not spoiling it. I'm telling you what the thing is. It's like, you know, um, the virtual game, and there's another one, um, San Junipero, which which, which, which which they mention. Oh, in, I've heard about they, that they, one. They mentioned Wait, that. Wait, is season three the, the 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 one that's now? That's season four. Yeah, one I'm now. sorry. Yeah, okay. But they mentioned San Junipero in um, season four in that epi- in that Black Museum the, the Black Museum episode. I don't you know, know San Junipero. I forgot it. What happened? Um, Maybe I didn't finish it. Have a look for it. I don't want to. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, it's a like they have some really important episodes. Yeah. Out there, and it just kind of makes you. I heard Hang the DJ is good as well. Hang the DJ. I haven't seen it. Apparently that's the most hopeful episode out of everyone. I think in each season he has one hopeful episode. I think my favourite one was the one about where you see your life and you can see everything. Oh, okay. And people like... I might might go through them and watch them today. That is my... What season is that? Oh, man, I'll find out and I'll tell you. But that's my favourite. I might go through them and watch them all again. Rewatching your life and other people seeing your life. Like Mm. you can show them, you can blank things out. You can literally have sex again but by yourself because you're having sex with somebody else in your head. Oh, man. It's fucking incredible. I love that one. I was like, just weirded out. Yeah, I was really... I have to look for that one. I think it's like 100 but, hours of me or something like that. Yeah, I don't know, I'll find out. Because I was really caught up in the San Junipero episode just because um, it's that it's the whole question of consciousness. Like, you know how, you know in the Black Museum one when he put the consciousness into the bear and all that stuff? Yeah. Mm. And it's just this how, like, what, what, you, what you can do with your consciousness, like, when you die or whatnot. It's just really, it's mad. What was that? Ab- what was the episode? Sorry, not to go on about it, but what was that episode? I can't remember. I was watching. I think it was like a Christmas episode, where wow. a guy what literally there? takes a bit of the woman's consciousness and puts it in this little thing, and she's supposed to control the house. Oh yeah. But she doesn't control the house. She's like, I'm not doing it. So he can literally fast forward time. Yeah. And she's yeah, yeah. And she's still there. She gets really tired because she's been there for ages. And then she goes, she goes mad. Yeah. yeah. I like that one. I, I is that one. White Bear? Is that what it's called? No, White Bear is... No, White Bear is... I've uh, not seen it. I've not seen them. So I'm going to go back. Is it White... White Bear? No, it's not White Bear because I know White Bear. Oh. I don't think it's White Bear. White Bear is the one um, where people are watching your stuff, isn't it? Like they're watching it and they go to this theater and you think it's real and... Oh, okay. But that, that, that is like that episode. The guy's literally... Is it that one? It's literally it's interrogation. Like... He's being interrogated but no. doesn't realize no, he's no. being interrogated. And at the first episode, it's kind of, you know, like... Oh, pick, I know which episode you're Pick up artists, about. and there's a guy inside his head telling him how to pick up the woman, and she commits suicide, oh, yeah, and makes him commit suicide. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That one was crazy. That was a crazy episode, yeah. Anyway, moving on. We'll anyway, be talking about this for ages. But yeah, but like, I mean, yeah, man, Black Mirror is important. I hopefully hope... Um, I don't know how long it's going to go on for, but... He could literally that. call it a day now. You think? He could just stop? I think he could. He could just stop the series. Why not? On four seasons, and it would be iconic still. Absolutely. Mm. Okay. All right, then. That's mostly flicks, guys. Moving on to Ray. Hi, guys. Okay, so as you are know, <laughs> or actually, you don't know. <laughs> um, so <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I am. Um, I got uh, suspended on Twitter. <laughs> oh, my God. For 12 hours and something. It was free Ray. 
And um, I was like, what? And I, it's because I tweeted something. This was, I tweeted this ages ago. So whoever reported me, I think it, you have to have a lot of people report you or? No, you can get just one. And then really? they'll review your tweet. If it's bad enough, they'll suspend you. Really? Yeah. Wow. So Mad. whoever you are, I think it's a hater. And I think, <laughs> I think it's a guy, obviously. Ray, you tweeted you want all men to die. I mean, come on. No, but, it but was, like. It was sarcasm, but. but <laughs> radical feminism. <laughs> I'm joking. Anyways. I was um, dead. I didn't say that exactly. I said all men are trash and they should probably die soon or something. You didn't say probably. And then I said, and I put a kiss at the end. <laughs> anyway, so I got kicked out for um, abusive language or whatever. Yeah, because then they were like, what do they say? It's like <laughs> Twitter doesn't, or prohibits, prohibits any, uh, any kind of violence. Against, <laughs> against gender, <laughs> gender uh, race. race. <laughs> You know, if you do that again, your your account's gone. Yeah, they said that. Mm. Wow. So I was wanted yes. to ask you. Guys. I dare you to tweet Bernard Trash again. I'll fucking report you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take you off. The, I off feel the like I've given Twitter. people ammunition. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to ask. Like the thing is, then I was like, people like Katie Hopkins. Is that her name? Kate Hopkins, stupid cow. Yeah. Um, and. That guy that works for Daily Mail that I fucking hate. Piers Morgan. That's his name. Um, you know what? I feel like my brain is very slow. I think maybe because I've got a lot on my mind. Get I to it. I forget names. <laughs> Anyways, they are allowed to treat, like, to tweet rubbish. Yeah. Why are they still on Twitter? Why are they allowed to be on Twitter? And I understand they have social clout. Yeah. But offensive language, how, where is the freedom? Like, where do you stop? Do you know what I mean? Uh, In I terms of... We have this idea in the Western world of freedom of speech, mm-hmm. and you can say anything. I think freedom of speech is rubbish, and it shouldn't be. Okay. <laughs> you think freedom of speech is rubbish? I think that people are allowed to say some things, mm-hmm. but let's not fool ourselves. You're not allowed to say anything. Yeah. Like, some things you're not allowed to say. So yeah. where do you draw the line of freedom of speech? And do you think you as a person can't, like, do you think you can say absolutely everything that you think and that is appropriate. Is appropriate. I guess. Can you, Alex? Ask no. Question? No. Cannot. Why? For the simple fact that I don't have the, well, the clout or the power behind it to be able to. And no, I think, not I, even like on social media, just in terms of like you when you're talking to your friends, your family, people around you on social media. Oh. Do you think you are in a position or you can say absolutely everything you think? No. Just, I think that's down to personality, I guess. But um, there's some there's some people that you can have a, that you can be a lot more open with, for example, and say everything that you think. And some people that and they and they won't judge you for it. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? But there's some people that you kind of have to be wary that you. But you will know this. You will know who you're talking to. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like does, you like you like you will know who you're talking yeah. to. Does that so, prohibition? So you do kind of prohibit yourself a little bit. You do prohibit, you, not prohibit, you kind of inhibit the kind of yeah. the stuff that you that you say and that you want Don't to. Don't get off your phone. Yeah, you do kind of like inhibit the stuff that you say and that you kind of monitor how you speak and the elements of what you talk about to some people hmm. for, for fear of offending sometimes, for fear of like damaging yourself. I think fear is the wrong word. I think you it's, shouldn't. Think you it's sh- a fear. I think you shouldn't kind of censor yourself for fear of offending. You should just not want to offend anybody. But and also at the same time, I think what you're saying, Ray, it comes down to 
your intentions with mm-hmm. what you're saying and the ramifications of what you're saying, the consequences of mm-hmm. what you're yeah. saying. That's when we should start to say, okay, you need to be held accountable. You should, everyone should be held accountable anyway. Yeah. But I mean, for them to say that we need to kind of censor what you're saying, because one, we know what your intentions is, or two, what you're saying will have an impact on this many people yeah. and how, you know what I mean? So leading that to with regards to books and like censorship with books, um, in the Western world, like, well, where, say in the UK, I'm not sure about this currently, but do they still ban books? Yeah, I think they do. do. They? Mm, I don't think they. I don't think they do. I think banning books is something. As that... in banning certain types of books, like someone writes something that is potentially oh, really yeah, offensive. Oh yeah, what to, what, oh, what to, to actually sell they... in a bookshop? They don't no, ban they would, them. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't I think them. certain publishers wouldn't publish them. But the government but for... do they? Because I know, like, obviously, some governments in different countries hmm. literally ban books. Yeah, they do. do but they that, still do that's... that in this country. No, I think what they do is they stop. Like, for example, Salman Rushdie is a perfect example. When Salman Rushdie, yeah, yeah, Satanic Verses, they didn't ban the book, but a lot of retailers were scared to sell it, so they didn't. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Or people wouldn't review it, or stuff like that. I think that's what they do rather than banning the book. I guess there is freedom of speech within literature in the UK. I guess to a point, but it's like... Not even to a point. There is freedom of speech. In this I mean, and is there anything that you guys will write? The good thing is, like, when it comes... To, sorry, Ray. It's, it's like, fine. you know, when you have, like, freedom of speech, a lot of the time, um, you get to... I feel like you get to see freedom of speech a lot more in the States. You don't tend to see it in the UK because there are loads of restrictions to writing legally. And there are... Even in um, in journalism, even, you've got a set of codes that you need to follow. Even if you are writing, even if you are reporting on, say, a court case, yeah, there are certain things that aren't, you would know this right as well, but like certain things you can't report because there are, there are court restrictions mm-hmm. and whatnot. But if you're in the States, when Michael Jackson, when Michael Jackson was doing all of his, um, you know, wacko jacko stories, all of that, they had reporters in the courtroom reporting live, mm. like from the case. So certain things were out, but if you, you would never be able to do that in the UK for example, because the, it, the court restricts you based on human rights and the privacy of the person. So they do tend to restrict, they do tend to restrict like what you say. And I don't think that you should. And I think like in the UK, there should be room to, to say what you want. And they, they have this whole thing about like this whole free press thing, this whole, yeah. you know, you've got like, you know, we're, we're, the nation is built on a free press and all that. And like the freedom of speech is what you need. But it reminds me of when the sun everything. turned from Labour to Conservative. Was it? Yeah. 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 That was a, there was a big uproar to yeah. it. Now that might even when, even like they, no, the, the newspaper, yeah. even like they tried to take the Daily Mail off the Virgin Trains. I don't think um, press should be political, as in it shouldn't have, there shouldn't be a political party to a particular type of press. Yeah, but that's in, you're never no, going no, no, to no. stop that from happening. I know, no. but I think that that, is, that's, this, that you're, not, you're never going to find a balance. You're never going to find a balance. Because they paper. sponsorship, so. Yeah, you're never going to find a balanced paper. But the, then, independent, then, the independent tried to be the balanced paper, but then it sided with the, the coalition, yeah, so ridiculous. it was no longer the yeah. independent. Yeah. You know I mean, I mean so. it's interesting that, you know, they say freedom of speech in this country, blah, 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 but then, like, someone can take out. It's like, like remember when something happened? In, have I spoken about this? I can't remember my memory. Remember when something happened in the royal family? Like someone got caught in bed with someone, and it was about. It was on the news. It was about to be in the paper. Then super injunction. You didn't hear about it again. 
Do you remember that? No, I don't remember. You don't remember? I don't remember. Something happened. It's so strange because it literally vanished from the news. Like, oh, my God. That was... Have you just been watching The Crown? No, I don't watch The Crown. Oh, okay. Well, that's what happened in The Crown. Oh, is it? It was a super injunction on... Um, the royal family's um, involvement with the Nazis. Yeah, as soon as oh, okay. as soon as something is yeah, as soon as like something as soon as something scandalous happens within the royal family, Buckingham Palace, Clarence House, all of them, all of their press offices are just like, no, mm. you cannot report. In them. Do, you, have so, you ever, do you think you ever have, like have you found someone in your life who, I guess it's quite a very personal question, mm-hmm. who you feel like you can say everything to and you don't have to censor yourself. Yeah, I mean, I could say anything to, and I know that I can, but I probably won't. That makes any sense. No, no, you have to. But no, like, hmm. you have to say it. You have to say it. You have to say it, but like, you don't. No, but like, feel... no, but like I feel like no, I, you know what? It's that thing. I feel like there's the comfort of knowing. Yeah, I feel like there's that comfort of knowing there's somebody that you can say everything, say everything to, but not actually having to always, but yeah. knowing that you don't have to say it. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I get so I think that's kind of where I'm yeah. coming from with it. Like, I've just, I'm not divulged everything, but there's somebody that I know that I could say what I wanted to say. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? About you? Oh, yeah, 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 of course. But yeah. then I'm, I'm like you. I know I could say something to this person. That doesn't necessarily mean that I want to. It's like when I was talking about love yeah. and whatnot, giving your 100% of yourself to somebody. Yeah. You know you could, but it doesn't mean you should. But it also means that, you know, Don't you understand to. the kind of relationship you have with that person. Yeah. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Because some there's some things I might not be comfortable within myself saying, but it doesn't mean I'm not comfortable saying it mm. to that person. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Cool, yeah. No, I feel that. How's my show? So oppressive speech. speech. Oh, okay. okay. Alrighty, um, Derek, you didn't do your gem. I just clocked. Yeah, I just was like. Mm. What? Oh yeah! Wow. What's your gem? <laughs> okay. Well then, I don't have a gem for today. I mean. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We lost, we lost over it. What cool. I'll say is everybody just watch um the episode of Black Mirror, fifteen million <laughs> merits. And tell me if you think that um myself and uh my friend are correct in assuming that Charlie Brooker is somehow doing some critique of the porn industry in that episode. Yeah. You're genius friend. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, the tete Like there's just <laughs> there's just two points. Um I don't know if any of you've watched uh, the whole seal situation. No, I've seen it. He's like, it. Don't you know. don't want to get that, baby. So don't get it twisted. <laughs> so can you explain it to me? Bad like seal, you know. Basically, seal. I just know him because he's yeah. married um, Heidi. Yeah, Heidi Klum. And, and I then, used to be so obsessed with Heidi. Said, you yeah, don't want to get that, baby. So he was. Um, he came in after after Oprah's speech at the. Ah, oh, was it the M- No, it wasn't the Emmys. Was it the Emmys? Uh the Golden the Globes. The Golden Globes. Golden yeah, Globes. so she basically, obviously she had that amazing, amazing, speech, amazing yeah. speech. Yeah, but yeah. See, it was like, well, that's all good and everything, but, you know, Oprah has, Oprah's known Weinstein for years and so therefore her silence was complicit in his, wow. in his thing. Like, so yeah. she's like, she's, he's, he's like, oh, she's known this yeah. um, before. As soon as he mentioned that, this whole, there's this whole media stream that kind of went on. It's like, oh, um, Seal accused of um, sexually harassing his neighbor and all this stuff. And, I was, and he was like, he categorically denies it all. Yeah. But I was like, this is what happened when you come for Oprah. Like, <laughs> like why would you come for Oprah? And, um, but then I think. No, uh, if it was true, Oprah needed to Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and I was like, oh, that makes, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, if you've got pictures of you kissing, like, kissing, once you on the cheek and doing all this thing that old buddy buddy pally like 
it's clear for a lot of the time as well, like all Gwyneth Paltrow and all these people, they were pictured with him. They were pictured with him, like, you know, looking great. Obviously, it was media trained. So you kind yeah. of like, you know, these are on yeah. red carpets, but these were like at award ceremonies, her and Weinstein were always at the same table. Yeah. But up until that point, Seal, I think Stacey Dash um, mentioned something. God, I forgot. I don't even know what she way. said uh, too tough, but like, she basically critiqued him. And then he came on a video and was like, is Stacey Dash in like in bed with Weinstein? Like I don't know, but she's just this Republican black woman. Yeah, she's just trash. so I don't know what she's doing. She's aging so really badly. How how is she lady. still relevant? I don't know. She's trying to make herself. She's keeping herself there. Like Fox have hired her. Anyway, so, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, Seal. What do you think about what Seal said? So what like did they, Seal say? So Seal actually was like responded to Stacey Dash. <laughs> Seal ah! responded to Stacey Dash. Um, <laughs> He was like, don't get it. He's like, what do you say? He's he like, was like, you don't like, want to like, get like, that baby. So don't get it twisted. His song. <laughs> um, he's, like, he's, he's like, don't get, he's like, listen, he's like, let me just hit it real quick. Yeah, well, that like, should be the, uh, the title of the episode. <laughs> like, okay, write that down somewhere. Don't you don't want to get this baby. <laughs> and um, so he was basically just saying, like, you guys want, um, you're not going to get that kind of person. Like, because that's all you want to hear. The, the you know the palatable singer, such and such. Then he's like, look at my face, look at the scars on my face. I am Nigerian, all this stuff. I am like real black, etc. And he was just like, keep my name out of your mouth, keep my like all this stuff. And he, he was really going in. came to do road man, you know. Going in, he was like, keep my name out of really your mouth. Do not voice. comment. Do not comment I love on his voice. me I and love his accent. He's like, don't get it twisted. <laughs> I love like, his accent. <laughs> that was really funny. That was really funny. But yeah, that was him, man. But you know, like I feel like. It's good that he did that. It's good that he clarified certain things because I think it was going like TMZ were going in on his life. And I feel like as soon as you open your mouth as a celebrity nowadays anyway, it's just everything just becomes like up for, again, public consumption. Mm. Like his whole life, like, you know, mm. you know, the neighbor that he was with, like it wasn't even a neighbor. Like, obviously you don't know these are true because these are all allegations now. You don't know who's spinning it and whatnot. What is the truth? But what is the truth? Yeah. And like, yeah, I feel like it's really important that certain celebrities speak up. Perfect. Speak up. Um, and the last thing, did you, you, you Rule, have you seen? Have you been seeing what Jarul's been doing? Like, what's Jarul been doing on Twitter? So basically, I don't know whether he's hard up for money because obviously he scammed everybody with that festival that he tried to make <laughs> and whatnot. But like, he's basically trying to st- reignite a beef with Fifty Cent. Oh god! And it kind of made me. Fifty Cent is like a bully. Who yeah, just... like he's like, oh, Fifty Cent, like, like you're a pussy and all this stuff. Ah, and and I was just like, and it just felt like, like it kind of like leads back to what we were talking about with um, Genuine on B- Big Brother. And I was just like, all these '90s artists now, because like we're looking at them and they're Big really world. they're really old, and it's like using not really old, but they're older, and they're using social media in such a in such a. It just looks corny. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, like you know, what I mean, like, like parents you, trying to use the internet. Yeah, like that, like oh, like now he's this uncle, like like he's actually an uncle. Like Fifty Cent came and ruined his career, like and just kind of like dashed mm. him out because after Fifty Cent came, Jarul, Jarul is delusional, faded off. Jarul's original, but as soon as Fifty Cent came, I no, I say like, he's delusional. Oh, delusional. He's mm. absolutely. It's not that Fifty Cent came. Jar, the thing is, Jarul and Fifty Cent they had this beef that goes back to somebody trying to snatch Jar's chain or something, and then oh. they wanted. 50 to get the chain back or something they didn't and then 50 cent did a tune called how to rob dissing a lot of people in that tune but he dissed jar rule and then he did another tune called um murder 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 blah blah blah, blah. oh okay dissing jar rule again then he did wankster 
talking about Ja Rule as well. Really? Yeah, he done he done a couple of tunes. They even on wow. his album, he done a tune dissing uh, Ja Rule. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called Asmel Pussy. That's what it's called. Oh wow! Literally, like he literally, I'm telling you, Fifty Cent literally bodied Ja Rule's career. He finished his career. Absolutely, Ja Rule did an entire album called Blood in My Eye dedicated to dissing 50 Cent and it got nowhere. Like, Why would you do that? Because he didn't like him. He's just like, I'd, there's a video where he's just like, I just don't like that guy. <laughs> like, and you can see the disgust in 50's face. Oh my like, God. Like, he just doesn't rate Ja Rule. So Ja Rule coming back now to do all of this rubbish is absolutely bizarre. He was even on a talk show, there's a clip on on <laughs> Twitter where he's like, oh yeah, 50 Cent did this tune and then this tune and then we didn't hear from him no more. And he's like, He's like, round one goes to me, and the guy's just like, not no, really. It yeah. <laughs> He's like, like, not really, mate. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I just, when I, when I start seeing, like, even, um, what's her name? You know the girl who did my neck, my back? Kia. My pussy Kia. and my crap. Wow. Kia. She basically does all these, she does these videos where she's dragging people. Um, in, and she's, I think she's actually sitting in her living room. And like she's just on. Oh, I've seen. Uh, you know what I mean? And she's like, I just, I just feel I, like, just so I, just, I just feel like you guys are. Like, you're, aren't you like a mother? You know what I mean? Like you guys are actually like, like get iconic people. You're just like you know unemployed. I mean? Yeah, like you're actually iconic people. And it even brings me back to thinking about what Tyrese was doing when he was all. You know when, what? Yeah, I was actually listening to Tyrese old star tunes. And listen, I used to love Tyrese. Why are, why are you not singing anymore? Like because I don't he's, understand, a misogyn- like, he's a hardcore miso- like misogynist yeah he's proper just I don't know what he's doing like he like he co- he goes on to these radio stations and he talks about all the stuff that like talks about all of his business talks about all of his business right mm. and it's just like keep your mouth shut just go out there yeah. and create all the stuff that you need to create you they're talking about his beef with the rock and all this nonsense I just feel like how I watched baby boy last night actually you watched baby boy yeah how did, what did you think? <laughs> no, I watched it like before. Yeah, like, it. What, I mean, what do you what do you think? <laughs> I really like Baby Boy. <laughs> yeah. Do you, like, do you like Baby Boy? Though? I mean, it's a classic, so yeah, I do. What kind of, of classic? Is it a classic? Let's not get into that it's anyway. It's a classic. <laughs> okay. I mean, apparently people say I just like it. I've got, I've got that on DVD, but I'm just saying, like a lot of these '90s artists, I feel like they just need to kind of stay off the social media. Oh God. They do, man. Like, because they really. Somebody came for Beyonce. I just want to say about like how um, I couldn't address this on Twitter, so I'm gonna address it now. Um, so people were saying, I just, I just need to get this out of the way. Okay. I, that uh, oh, Beyonce could never with regards to Cardi. Cardi is. <sighs> I'm sorry, but Cardi isn't like. Sh- come on, like it's cute and all, like you know, cool, you know, bodak yellow, haha, very nice. But come on. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I, I wanted like... to say. Y'all can. You know, sigh or whatever. I think to really compare, like, as in, I think it's just so ridiculous. Like, yeah. ill. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Kylie's doing her bit. Cool. Like, Kylie's she can, you know, bit. like, and she can do that in her lane, but to be like, you can't compare where you can't compete, you know? So, <laughs> anyways. I mean, Cardi need, even Cardi needs to stay off social media. She's got Offset cheating on her and then getting all these different... Why are we talking about this? Like, yes, can we? Know, let's move anyway, on. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Back to uh, books. <laughs> anyway, we finished the show. <laughs> don't talk, what, we don't want to alienate our... <laughs> Asian audience. Um, <laughs> aging audience. Um, it's cool cage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, uh, that's the end of the show. Um, I won't see you guys next week so you just have Alex and Derek to deal with they won't have a guest because that's that's not acceptable okay. and um, um, whatever they talk about it will be inferior because I'm not there okay because we don't have the hijabi princess of well, London of but don't London. worry guys we might have a special guest for you you're not having a special guest another hijabi <laughs> <laughs> to take your place we've got, we've got another hijabi lined up you know 
good thing. She's just there knitting. As in no other person could do me. Could ever. Ever. Could ever. I am. <laughs> you have me forever. Oh my God. Um, I'm so incredible. Hit us up on the socials. Uh, you know where we're at. Mostly mm-hmm. lit. Pod, Instagram. Mostly yep. lit. Twitter. Yep. Mostly lit at gmail.com. Yep. Um, each of us are on Twitter, barring Derek. So he's on Twitter. He's on Twitter. I was tweeting from mostly accounting. This was doing DMs. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm so, hidden. I'm hidden on Twitter. There we go. And um, yeah, catch us next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. See ya. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.